I'm with my boys today on the Nikolai Capone podcast. We got Rizy K, the Raisin Man. You already know, RaisinManArmy.com. Check it out. If you haven't already, do so right now. Click it right now. Like, type it on search bar right now. The whole thing. Leave this. Leave it. <laughs> we'll be here. Said, fuck this podcast. For see where it says Nikolai Capone podcast, I'm going to need you to highlight and delete that real quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Then um, I got to be here. Smoke. Who's gaming? What's good, everybody? Y'all already know what time it is. <laughs> and then we also have <laughs> uh, Challenger Falls, one of the producer of the show. He, he hides in the good. shadows. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, um, <laughs> oh, I can't let you guys see my my face because I'm no actually working seen for the CIA. Yeah, you yeah. can't. <laughs> Everyone who has seen his face on YouTube died. <laughs> yeah. Violent. I'd tell you who they were, but I'd have am to tell you I, Am I tripping, or is like the video kind of repeating? Is, is... Nah, I think you tripping. I'm oh, good. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me, let is me it see. me? My man's in the I'm Matrix. It, What's good, Ron? She crying in the building. Shout out. I mean, how can I see where everyone's at? I just got to pull up early. Hold on. I'm Because I'm hearing the podcast. While it's going, it's really weird, uh, and I don't have anything else. Do you have the tab unmuted or something? <laughs> Hold on. It looks like we're going through some technical He's issues. He's looking at tabs right now. <laughs> you need to have that. And when you asked us when, if we were no, ready there's, to there's go, only you one ready tab to go? There's only one window. It's really okay. weird. Okay. I think maybe it's my OBS. That was so weird. I, I kept hearing everybody just repeating. It was so crazy. <laughs> I'm like, am I tripping? <laughs> okay, so so it looks like my OBS is messing up. It's, it, it's, it looks like it's just kind of repeating for some Doing reason. Doing it dirty. Um, Perfect time. No. <laughs> um, let me see what exactly is going on. Do apologize. The little technical things do happen, guys. Nah, we, we, we cool out here, man. You guys would be okay. I'm here for you. Yeah. Rice, can you send me the link to this that you have for it? Yeah, you'll be fine, guys. Come on. Oh, yeah. I got you. Not um, the link to get people on here. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, yeah, the link I'm to your website. <laughs> I'm gonna just Wait, what link now? Now I'm actually confused. <laughs> but anyway... For people to view it. Oh, for people oh, to view it. Yeah, I don't even have no. that. Let me look for that. You know, starting well, up my podcast, gentlemen. But I did want to know, like, how... Um... Oh, I'm sorry. I, I got the tab muted. Oh, my God. He just <laughs> said that. Yeah, Shout out to our producer, up. y'all. Ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Next level. Yeah, he was still going off the road of the bus. You throw your producer crazy. under the bus. He's like, shout out to my producer, and then everything <laughs> wrong ensues. If I was in control of <laughs> his technical devices, this would not have happened. Yeah. But when you leave Nick to his yeah. own devices. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's, you know, we we just going through some things today. It's <laughs> okay, guys. It's okay. Growing Challenger with the shine gun. I beat. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I introduced Challenger. Um, yeah, we did that. Yeah, as, as part of it. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So we, we're just you know we're going through these little growing pains. These things happen. But 
Um, so earlier, just a little bit ago, you guys were talking about that. Uh, Wait, did right, you introduce your guest? I did. Nah, did I? I introduced. Oh. oh my god! <laughs> so I'm believing now. I've had enough. Oh, yeah. 100%, just, oh my god! Hundred percent. hundred percent. Like this is we the kind of stuff that ends up in I, private I, I, chat. Yeah, not yeah, usually I, on this I'm show. A, I'm, my name's Tieran. That's how you pronounce it. That's right. Tieran, what's good, man? I'm a producer, club up, rap engineer. Really? <laughs> all there is to know. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I, mix, he does, he does I do all, all my own beats. Oh. Yes. He does it all. Oh, I didn't even know that. I did, as far as like the mixing stuff goes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if it sounds like trash, that wasn't me that did it. Because I know the quality as far as like videos and stuff is like always top notch. It It literally looks like someone with like you know, a huge budget makes your videos. It's 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 crazy. I've got a couple guys that yeah. I, I don't do the videos. Obviously, I can't. I wish I could record myself. <laughs> you got like three. Need three movement. Three can't can't just like a tripod. <laughs> Check out my music video. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very sad, boring ass music video. I have done that though. I've tried. I tried it. I was like, I'm trying to do everything myself and green screened and like had my head float <laughs> in this one video. And it was like this soft. <laughs> this is wild. <laughs> Embrace the tackiness. People love that shit. Especially now. That's yeah. like a thing. That's not that that's that, that is really is, is, yeah. Tacky like, videos my, are in now. Yeah, just get a green screen, bro. And like just, how many give even like not even how, like purpose tacky though? Like sometimes just the more amateur it looks, I think like when I run advertisements, I swear my videos that I'm just recording of me <laughs> recording in front of my mic, mm-hmm. like the song. Do better than like my to a thousand dollar music videos. But yeah. I think I think what it is is people are like, oh, this kid, let's see what this is gonna do. You know, like is this gonna be really yeah. bad? Is this gonna be good? Yeah. And so they and give they it get a shot. Up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. Well, I was surprised yeah. this actually was deep. Yeah, hell yeah. It. I don't know, man. I I think maybe because personally going into it, because I would I would say. It, you're not small per se. It's it, it's just more of like you don't really expect that type of quality from you know the type of videos you have. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. lot of a lot of people are still recording on their phones and like no lights mm-hmm. or anything like that, and they're trying to get a yeah, music video going out the mud. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Literally getting it. It out works, though, man. Yeah, it does. It yeah. Works. No, it does. It does. The song's good. If the song's good, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't like, you know, probably like hand a camera to me, like the whole video. <laughs> or anything like really uncreative. I wouldn't recommend that. But <laughs> but if it doesn't be your budget, just like super slow zoom. The super <laughs> slow like zoom. Super slow zoom and you're just like staring in the song. You're doing like, three verses with the super <laughs> slow zoom. <laughs> It's like every music video is doing that now. Like the, where they just stare and it zooms in. Who's the, yeah, yeah, who's so the like, first the first guy I saw with that? I mean, as of recently, Zach Fox. Is that just life imitating the, memes? The I, like think so. I think it is. I'm pretty so sure. I think it's just like a yeah, meme it's a meme thing, thing isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah. I think so. I think the first time I ever seen anybody do that little zoom into their face would have to be uh, childish. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Okay, childish can't be that. 
Like it's just like oh, in the pool, and he's, he's oh, I just see that video. He's like zooming in. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What is this? This is funny." Man. You're getting inside the mind of childish. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, uh, turns that was hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah, the cocktail <laughs> comment. Yeah, sorry. I know this song is like anything, but it says cock. <laughs> I kind of wish the the live icon and the timer that we have was just blocking out tails, like right. <laughs> oh, that would be so funny. <laughs> just edit that for next time. We'll make magic happen. We got to man. <laughs> oh, week. All right, now how long have you been doing music? Uh, me, I, I've been doing it. Goddamn, uh, I started trying when I was like sixteen. So that would mm. be uh, 14 years. Yeah. Uh, let me ask, when you say trying. Uh, well, I, <laughs> this is great. Yeah. So I freestyled a lot, just out of boredom and whatever. Uh, and then I figured out one day I was, I was bored at like in my house. I have Fruity Loops. I was trying to make beat, but I couldn't do it. Like it was trash. And mm-hmm. it's, but I found like it's like online, that. so like I would download them and mm-hmm. I freestyle over them. And then I found out one day you could just like your garage band, like the fucking yeah. the video game, the yeah. guitar hero, those microphones, you can plug those into your computer and record with them. And I was like, oh shit. Like, cause I, you know, I, I wasn't about to go buy a mic, <laughs> but I was like, this Thanks. Thanks. so I started yeah. rapping yeah. on a, a garage band and it was awful, but you know, it was just giving me like a, that's that hope. Yeah, here in the GameStop oh, wrapper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me tell you, bro. I'm so happy that you're not one of those people who were like, I was four years old when I started rapping. <laughs> 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 what if they were? I, just knew I was, the I was rapping it in a womb, bro. <laughs> I hear I'm in the game in utero. Playing Mozart. I was with the mic in my hand. <laughs> I was so glad, dude. I was so riding the <laughs> sixteen in the moon. Yeah, but out. then I was I was so bad at it that I like I kind of quit doing it. But I was I was skateboarding and that real seriously, <laughs> and I actually was really good at skateboarding. Like I I competed with people who are professionals now, nice. and um, damn, and wow. like yeah, I was really good. And then uh, mm-hmm. I I kind of felt a little like I hurt myself. Shit happened at the skate park that made me feel like it wasn't really anymore so i i just kind of like fell out of love with it everything was being like yeah this skateboarding shit isn't doing like it's showing you the love back that you've been showing it kind of felt like yeah and um and i just wasn't getting that i wasn't getting that good feeling anymore of like landing a trick it was just kind of like a job it felt like and Mm. then when that shit happened the skate park like put me into like a real bad depression and i i was Mm -hmm. writing about it and Mm -hmm. Did some more. Still wasn't great. <laughs> Went to college, and I just decided in yeah, college, like I was, bucket. I was gonna start like trying yep. and really, like really going for it. Yeah, let's do. I probably met Ricey like a year into that phase. Yep. Well, I definitely want to ten year phase. I definitely right. want to talk the Ricey years because that's gonna be hella interesting. Yeah, I'm right. interested Listen, to hear that. When too. I say this man came up, that's. I tell you what, this man put in work. I'm super proud of Terry, first and foremost, because super proud like, of he you. Are, like what? Thank you, thank you. Like we were just very, very passionate. Up. Both of us were very passionate about 
this music shit. Like he was really passionate about rapping, and I was passionate about production. And then through mutual friends, we met each other. We actually played hooped, played ball in the gym together before. That's how I remember meeting him. Yeah, that's how uh, we met. You know, for sure. that's how we met hooping. And then he was like, I was talking about making beats or something like that. Or one of my frat brothers now. Um, I think his name, shout out to Julio. I think he mentioned it to, to T or Lordell. Shout out to them both. They mentioned that I made beats. And then he was like, oh, shit, you make beats? I rap. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's, let's link and, uh, you know, work. I remember one time we were showing what he made in my dorm room. And it was just going through it. And he was, like, really about this shit. Like, he had a budget. We were going, he's like, let's go to the stew. And I never... Kid you not, never been. No, nah, no, nah, I didn't have a budget. We got to oh. the, we got to the stew because we were part of. Well, I was part oh, of that program, freestyle club. Yeah, so there that was a freestyle, freestyle club. club. Yeah, right. And um, that Damn, was like a my club for freestyle. Yeah, yeah. Was was freestyle club. Club. We got. Yeah, we got, got I want to talk a little about bit more this? about freestyle club. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, is anybody going to stop? I defer to I defer to T because he he's the one to put me on the freestyle club, and there's like a bunch of guys who rap like. Got together and they do free ciphers and stuff like that. And this now, girl, like, yeah, this, yeah, this girl Navy, she beatboxed. She was like super, right. super dope, and um, she created. It. Well, actually, no, she didn't create it, but she ended up taking it over. But yeah, um, she joined it and told me about it, and so I joined it. Um, and so yeah, we had beatboxers and then we're just, and people would beatbox and we'd freestyle on that for like an hour once a week, maybe I don't know. Yeah. But they uh. Uh, they linked with the like <clears throat> I don't know some kind of group and got us yeah. for studio time. Yeah. So Ricey brought it, um, <laughs> and I rapped on it, and the song was awful. <laughs> His beat was good. so bad. The song the was beat so bad. Was it sounded Man. great though. It was mixed Man, so we good. Lit. <laughs> that was the first time I was in a studio ever. Like, what was, was the, the worst part about that song? What was the worst part about that song? My verse. <laughs> nah, <laughs> Give me a little bit. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Give me the early ass did Rizy rap. Nah, I did. I had a second verse. Oh, that's so awesome. It was about in International. I remember the song was called International. Yeah. And we were talking about like, like, man, what was it? I think you mainly <laughs> rapped about women, like in international yeah. women. Okay. Girls from all bars. Straight ludicrous. I will say that we, we came up with the idea and wrote all of this in 20 minutes as am- yeah. Oh, yeah. amateurs. And I had never That's been there. Dope. And yeah, I can't. Yeah. And it was an uncomfortable <laughs> experience. Like, I don't know. I think, I think you need a home craft on your own before yeah. you can. And maybe people are under pressure, but I'm trash under pressure. Yeah. And like, I need I to get my confidence on my own before I'm going to get out to where people I don't know are you know? And you know, it's funny. There was a dude who came in, had a whole verse. He clearly has been recording in the past. So he was like, I'm ready. He was talking about punching <laughs> in and out. He was doing all yeah, that shit. We were like, punching in? What he was the like, let me that? just knock this verse out. And he was, saying this, he was saying some shit. And we had to go right after that. Good too. Yeah. Guy, everyone there was jealous how good his song was. His song was like, dope. Yeah. We're so insecure and still learning. And this guy comes in and we're like, damn, like, like, why can't I do that? <laughs> yeah, you know, he was like, nah, nah, engineer, push that back. Push this back. I was like, hey, yo, what the? Yo. Didn't know none of that stuff. I didn't understand that at all. That was like in 2010, 2011. Like, I just hey. started making beats. 
Risey, yeah. uh, we have yeah. somebody who asked if you could say the whole verse. Yeah, look, I've don't <laughs> the voice remember. of William Shatner, please. I don't even remember it, but <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I know, bro. I have, amazing if I could find. I have it in my archive. I have it in my archive. I gotta look for it. It's Patreon there. exclusive. Patreon right? exclusive. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the one right there. <laughs> that's, that's, that's exclusive. I will say, but, uh, man, though, like keeping record of that shit is so great because yeah. You when you go when you look back even two years or three or five ten years it's like whoa like I came so far and I like that is the best feeling seeing this of your labor and that's the best way to do it because no numbers can really really tell you that we were green we were we were green back then but we had that passion we were like really invested in our craft and really wanted to learn like I. I remember we'll probably talk about it a little bit, um, but we had linked up. This was maybe a few years later, but, um, you know, he really, Taron really learned how to, like, do this music shit, like, to make beats. He learned how, he took the time to learn that, took the time to engineer. He was teaching me how to do some mixed techniques that I didn't even know. And I learned a lot through him and vice versa. Yeah. Like, he's, he's about that. I remember, we might talk more about it, but we have a project that we work co produced called. Immaculate Conception, and um, that's dope, man. I think I was super fucked on too. I think I think that really good stuff. It's still and out we there too. Made that, we made that in two days. We made that in well, two damn. days, no sleep. <laughs> yeah, ever just thought about just you know doing a quick remaster and like just putting a, it out? Shoot, no, it was out on Bandcamp, I think. Right? Yeah, I don't know if you it's saw it's, it, it's on my it's on my page. I'll, I'll link it. But, it's uh, just beats though. It was just us straight beats production. Yeah, okay. I, I say you guys just do a quick remaster on it. And just be we'll like, hey, this we, is, might uh, to, we might have to get back and link and do another EP just to show the progress. Because <laughs> I tell you, I'm you he's nice. Do really good right now. It's, it's like yeah. Yeah, I don't know why, and I think because we're on a lot of advertisements, and mm-hmm. it seems to me that that instrumental music does so much better because there's no there's no language, there's no mm-hmm. so it's international. No you know, you can mark you can market that to people who speak Spanish and they'll still get it. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. no, there's no cultural. There's no 4K. There's yeah. No yeah. <laughs> and and so no like, you know, barrier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can get a lot more fans and I don't know. That's so dope. Yeah. The US I've market is so expensive to advertise to too. So it's like, it is important to be able to yeah. get those audiences outside of the US as of that. You right. need to be international. Yes. Yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, hey, we, we need that. We need that, bro. We need we need Listen, to hear that right verse, bro. We need man, to hear it international so right. Oh Which my God. type of international woman is your favorite? Right? Listen, <laughs> man. Listen, that verse was so bad. <laughs> that was my first. Yeah, let's, I was so nervous that that session. I had I was, I was shaking, too. bro. I was just I think shaking. we were all just laid off too. Like, nah, nah. Cool. We were like, we're cool. cool. I was shaking. Can we just also admire Risey's shirt and how fire that actually is? Oh, it's a yes. Yeah, that, that shirt is actually yes. super fire. Yeah. Let's do a little online shopping. I'm saying. I wanted to ask. Still wait. Yo, my man's still waiting on this verse. Yo, yeah, no, he put, <laughs> I just made that. He put <laughs> I wanted to ask oh, Aaron before before you did the college years and you met Risey and all that when you were still in the skate park and you said you were falling in depression you were kind of wanting to get back into the music thing what were you listening to then like what 
What was in your ear that made you want to get back into it? Oh my God. I'm so glad you asked this question because um, the, the album specifically I listened to so many times that I think is every younger kid needs to listen to mm-hmm. was Gangstar's Moment of Truth. Wow. And this oh, song, a song, Moment of Truth, was the specific song that was like, that just touched me because he talks about like, he talks about suicide in the song and just like yeah, it's just very uplifting and also the beats are so grimy you know right. DJ Premier bro like Premier's a god fire, fire <laughs> so, and that was that was mostly what I was listening to at that time mm-hmm. yeah Ran- random random aside with that it's funny you mentioned DJ Premier but I wasn't really at the time when I was making beats and I was with him I wasn't really making boom bap like that, like pure boom bap, like premiere ninth wonder. I didn't really know really how to do that. You know, the swing, that bro. Modern and people really don't. The, modern kids yeah, don't get swing. He taught me. Today, he taught me it was the swing. He taught me it was the swing, and he taught me that you could get creative with the sample. You could drop it. You could do things like that. So I remember that. He he gave me that advice. You gave me you gave me a shout out, not like man, maybe like three years ago that you said you'll yeah. never forget. I, I told you if you if you chop the drums and the hi hat, the kicks and the snares yeah. and the hi hats at the end, bar, like yeah. a, a quarter of the bar, it's like a perfect way to drop it. Yes, yeah, and for a verse, yeah. like for the end of a verse, and then yeah, you know that transitions into the next. I still do that to this day, and it I, it has not failed me. It's funny because when I told him that, I was like, you don't know this? Like, I felt like it was so obvious. You were like, this is so obvious. But it's like, he'd really be listening. He's like, he pays attention. He studies this game. I was, man. And I was so green. I had no idea. And I was like, oh, shit. And but like, that time we're making better beats. I mean, that's why I surprised. I'm that's like, the f- <laughs> you're doing better than I beats. am. How do you not? Yeah, know it's this? like how do you not know this shit? Right. That's that's that was a funny dynamic, bro. It's like he knows so much. He knows so much, and I learned so much from him. And even though you know I've been making beats longer than he has, but he's just a sponge. Like he just knew, like, like a nerd man. Yeah, he's, like, he's about this shit for real. No, yeah, like, buddy, I don't <laughs> about this shit. I can't. I can't even enjoy music anymore. Like, like because I'm just yeah. studying it so hard. You know, like I'm criticizing. Like, well, you know, like I can't it, watch it music videos for the same reason. Yeah. yeah. But yo, T, what was your point? What was the point where what was the point where you're like, yeah, I'm really nice at this shit? Like you really realize like I'm when really I was nice confident or when I was like, I'm going You've been you've been confident, but when you like what was a moment where you realized, yeah, people fuck with me and I'm nice with this, like this rap. I still don't feel that way. <laughs> <Dang>. To <laughs> this day. To this day. I've never I've never satisfied and i think that is really that's dope, how you man. that's how you grow that is honestly yeah. how you grow that don't is, be comfortable never be satisfied yeah. that's the and skate park kid in him 100 my man is still are you still perfectionist like are you oh, still yeah, on that yeah okay Literally, yeah, you've yeah, seen this I, man's I music videos it's like i'm watching a movie man, every time i remember he did a. I remember when we were making the tape he did a mix we were sampling um we ended up putting it on there we he sampled uh gran turismo Grand Tours has really good music, by the way. Producers. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have to. So he was sampling that, and there was a specific loop that he was trying to make, and it wasn't hitting, but it was like whatever he made, 
was fired, but he was looking for a specific loot chap. And I, <laughs> I was like, yo, fam, this is fire as is. But he's like, no, I need I, uh, this loot. And maybe it was like a time <laughs> difference. You know, sometimes yeah. a sample's in three quarter time, and you're like, okay, but this, our beats in four four, yeah. like three quarter right. time right. beats are trash. <laughs> you can try so as hard as you want. It. Yeah. But <laughs> like, he's really like detail oriented. Like, really, I, that's how I remember. If you tell me work, and that gets in the way though. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you just need to feel something. You know, like it's yeah. not it's not seeing something or getting something perfect. Like realize what, right. what thing are you a feeling right now? You know, like you need mm-hmm. you need that feeling to drive you. Definitely. Um, so there's bad, you know, and I've like posted about it. Like, being a perfectionist is like a it's is the best you're right it is the best way to get good at something mm-hmm. but it's also the best way to enjoy doing something <laughs> you know yeah. it's also yeah. the best way to not finish things oh too. my oh God. yes it's, it's the perfect excuse it really truly yeah. is as far yes. as like mm-hmm. perfectionism it's not even is, necessarily an excuse per se right like it is a rationale like when you have that mentality like when you need to hit this nail like you got that one like you yeah. were saying you're offbeat offset whatever it was that offset? one it just doesn't Sit with you, and then you all scrap of a sudden, I got, it. I got I, well. I got to walk away from it for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Then you forget about it, and then you already started on another one. And yeah. then I mean, probably my entire college, life. I probably made probably fifty or fifty songs, and I maybe released two of them. It was just kind yeah. of for me. It was like uh, a learning phase. Yeah, but that hurts you because I, it's oh, so yeah. important, especially in C growth, especially on social media. They want to be. Able Long for the journey, yeah. They want started from, and they want to be the people who are like, yeah, man, just keep mm-hmm. doing it. And that's something for it. But that's the cool thing time, about that way. is, you now have our archive of older music, and you can release right. later can release. when you feel yeah. comfortable. You can yeah. release it like a Tarantino movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be cool. I've always thought it'd be cool to do a documentary. Like I, this might be like super self absorbed, but like. I was thinking, mm-hmm. what if I did a documentary now? Like, yeah. <laughs> what if I start now? The prequel? I mean, Kanye did it. <laughs> the prequel? Well, yeah, I mean, kind of. Because the, you know, the that footage was really... Yeah, do like, it, shit. It wasn't the prequel. for that dude just finding Kanye, like, being like, I think Kanye... That'd be a tough flex. You did a documentary before you blow up, then you blow up right after? Like, that's... Yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that, that's, that's actually that's a flex. Wow. Yeah, that hell yeah. Great wild as shit. But it would be amazing if you ran and you were right. like, holy shit. Like, I can act, literally watch him go from nothing to something. Yeah. And then, like, you know. You want to get really cocky, stagger your releases of your old content. So you do, like, the beginning of the journey, like it's the start of an anime, then do your newest release, and then, like, release the second part of your younger journey and then do another release. (laughs) Uh, I I will tell you my story of how I got to point A at point Z. Right. Right. (laughs) All right. So she has a question. You said, what is your hottest song out? Um, it's hard to gauge. There's such like so many different ways. Like, do you go by streams? Do you go by, I don't know. Um, uh, all right, I'm going to go by what do would, you think? Your yeah, I was say what do you think? Is your personal? Yeah, your well, personal the favorite. problem is I'm always wrong. Every time I make an album, <laughs> I, I'm like, this, this is going to be a fucking song. It's like the I last one. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, how that and one then, flops? Yep. Yeah, I was yeah, for sure. 
unfortunately, sadly, it hurts my my soul. But my most popular song down uh, an instrumental, and um, mm. and I think it has a lot to do with what I was mentioning earlier about it just being international. Like Spotify just shows it to so many people all the time. Yeah, um, yeah as far I as like that too. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like I so I started a whole new artist. At, to do just inter- instrumentals, it fucked up my album now because my most yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Under tier is crazy. Is it, that's what I was I gonna really ask. At most of the time, it fucked up my algorithm, so I okay. started a whole new artist, and it's already I mean, surpassed tier. Like it, it's been out for three months, has my lowers than my tier and stuff. It's crazy. That's so, wild. so yeah, I start, and plus it's awesome because I, I like right. You said I love boom bap and I like that type. Yeah fi kind yeah. of stuff but i don't usually laugh over it mm-hmm. so um it was cool because it was like you know what cool like i still love doing this and i'll just do it under a new name and then when i rap i'll just do it under tier and so i did that but my most pop rapping song is probably let me pull up my spotify real quick we'll see <laughs> just a quick flex we're, gonna, we're, we're using spotify it's probably, yeah probably I think so. get it done yeah, yeah. All right, uh, they now. don't get as a close second. Okay, now, you, what man. song do you feel... Okay, what song would you consider is one of those for you that you kind of wish that everybody would have caught on to? Ooh. Sick. Hands down, sick. Okay. Yes. Um, sick's hard. The sick, and I had the... But, um, that was different. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, when I... Made that song like I mixed and mastered it and listened to my car. Like, I've I've probably cried yeah. so many times that because yeah. it was so yeah. it was so real and I was like man was like I really tough. hit on all Dude, my nah, feelings. That, that record is tough, man. <laughs> I love that record. Fuck, it's just so it's too damn good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not even what it was. Nah, it's nah, like, it's, nah, it's just you. You really feel you feel the energy. Um, yeah, yeah on that one. Like you can feel that shit. Right. That's a, that's a, it's that's hard. A, it's hard to describe. I know exactly. Yeah. There's certain beats for me when I could just remember the moment I got done with it and just heard it on a loop, and it was just an experience. Like it's you yeah. can't really describe it. It's just a feeling of such pride and like it's an out of body. It is yeah, like dead body. ass is right. You really not there. Like you really you somewhere you're in La La Land. You had to be the there. Street. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's, it's really those. But I don't think song would ever been made if someone would have been there at the same time, you know? Like, right? Oh no, not like, not like literally, like just like you had to be there in order to see what I'm talking about. You know? I wonder how much of that is translated with like big rappers, like because they're going into a studio with a bunch of guys, like how much emotions lost because of there's people there. Yeah, you know, like they can't really be raw. They can't like real emotion into yeah. that you know because the label gets upset about it they want it you know mm. sunshine rainbows unicorns and lollipops for everybody <laughs> yeah um there was a good question uh that was asked by turns um he said what's your favorite region for rap florida cali chicago texas i don't know why he put that that sick emoji near texas what the hell <laughs> Have you been to Texas? We love Texas. I I live in Texas. I know. Hey man, I, I grew up. You're blinded by music. it. All right, so we're gonna leave Texas alone. Yes, I've only been in the north, the the Panhandle, the little square up top, and that was all. Yeah. 
I would love to go to Houston or something. <laughs> My buddy just told me that they make the best steaks up in that panhandle, though. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, he's well, trying I'm to convince me to go. Oh, well, then you and probably no one That's why you hate Texas. I was doing it, but it was cool. I was 13 when I was a vegetarian. So he, he, so. he was. He'd been on that. I jump on a bandwagon. He'd really been on that. He were like, vegetarian. Okay. <laughs> we used to we'll, let him, we'll let him slide for that one. We'll let him slide for that one. <laughs> he, he was doing it before it started getting all cool. He was on that know. for real. That was a lifestyle. I, I think the question still applies. There. What's your favorite rap region? Like a region four rap. Modern day or all time? Like uh, we do all time. Modern like day. day. Oof, man, that's really tough. That's really tough. Mm-hmm. It's gotten so. It's it's like it hasn't discriminated as much anymore mm-hmm. because of how easy it is to record and upload shit. I I would probably go Florida right, right now. Yeah, yeah. Like I yeah. think. Florida has honestly, I'm just as fuck because being from Ohio, you know, mm-hmm. we have, have bone thugs. Yeah, we have bone thugs. And I was about to say, being, like, come on, man. Being from Ohio, you're jealous of every man. other state. You got no, no, I was just saying. I was just saying. No, this like, this is not first say, there's nothing wrong. Yeah, that's wait. all there. There's a short list. No, no. That's I'm, what I'm about to say is the way it was rapped, you know, they did a lot of double time rapping, fast rapping. In yes. Florida, modern day Florida, you know, you have like Puya and these dudes are rapping like that, but on modern beats. And I'm like, why didn't fucking Ohio do this? Like, this was our time mm, to have a sound. Carry, why you know, carry like, that? carry the yeah. torch. He represents yeah. Bone Thugs more than any Ohio rapper does. And it's like, that is a good point. <laughs> like, that <wins. laughs> That's and, a really, um, really good point. And I feel like we missed out on having our sound. Because Florida mm-hmm. did it first, and now, now you've got tons of dudes in Florida that do that. But and I think Florida right now, yeah. But I'm New York, hands down. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't yeah. expect that. <laughs> no, nah, like I said, I love Boombat and just yeah, the Nas and fucking Mob Deep and all those dudes. It's it was stupid, stupid good mm-hmm. back in '94. Yes. Yeah. Th- New York was just extremely overpowered. I love it, it New York is. rap. It's still okay. <laughs> New York it's rap. It's I don't like drill. I like gritty, old yeah. school New York. Me, boom bap. I'm so here. glad that made a resurgence. Yeah. It warms my heart. I, I feel like there's always going to be a kind of resurgence, though, of like boom bap. I, it's just it's too, too much of a classic kind of sound. Yeah. I agree. I'm in waves. You know, yeah. It's a simple sound. Well, and the thing is, it's classic with universal appeal. And it's a simple sound. It's a simple. It's actually when you break it easy down. To yeah. yeah, there we go. It's, it's really. I've always been that type of guy too. You know, like I just it's very easy to digest. Mm-hmm. I I never liked really stupid, like hard to. It's hard to focus for me. It's like ADD <laughs> with how how intricate music yeah. can get. It's like I need simple this down a little bit. I want to. I want to ride a flow. You know, just want to. Yeah. I want to get on a wave and just. Cool. And I want every word you said because, like, it's just I respect Bone Thugs and Harmony. I honestly wasn't ever a huge fan mm-hmm. just because it was too fast. Like, it wasn't that easy for me to digest. You know, mm-hmm. I feel you. I feel that I had to listen to them a lot to know what the hell they were saying. <laughs> but there's no you. doubt that oh. they paved the way. I mean, they were doing the melody rapping and yeah, like it's it it's crazy. 
how much Ohio actually has affected rap music. Like a lot of people don't know, you know, Dayton, Ohio, that's where Dayton rim, and that's yep. where Roger Troutman is from. Mm-hmm. And the both heavily influenced the West. Mm-hmm. You know, like Dayton rims are. Yep. <laughs> was mm-hmm. on Tupac's most famous songs. Yeah. You know, like it, <laughs> that was Ohio. That yeah, was, was an old thing. That was all Ohio shit, for real. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's a, you don't have that in history, though. Like, you don't ever hear that in hip documentaries you watch or anything. <clears throat> but I let them know. Yeah, that's true, because you do hear yeah. more about rock from Ohio. Yeah. That's than true. anything. I hate, I hate to. I know, I, I know, I know. He has to go. I know he has I to interrupt y'all. Right, Rizey has to go, y'all. Make I sure know, y'all follow Rizey. Bye, Rizey. Rizey. Bye, Rizey. We're gonna Rizey get some Rizey 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 stories from college. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 we're gonna hear. There. We're gonna hear some more stories before, after you leave. Yes, RizeyManArmy.com. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna tell him all the bad did. Yeah. Oh, let him know. Let him know. We're gonna have top gremlin time. Yeah, all right, so I got a dip. All right, bro. peace. Love all you. Appreciate seeing you again. <laughs> the way he just disappears is funny as hell. Oh, oh Rising. Man, hey, Rising, can you make me a beat? <laughs> that was so funny, dude. That His was face. Funny, man. <laughs> yeah, man. RaisingManArmy.com. I don't even know. In that contest. I don't think I spoke. Say Rising OnlyFans soon. Wow. Oh, my God. We gotta, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta stop him. All right. So, <laughs> who would you say would uh, would be your like? I say, let's just go with three main musical influences. You can pick uh, rappers and producers since you do both. You're a rap um, producer. Okay. Well, Premier easily number one producer mm. influence. Mm-hmm. I will say when I say influences, I just mean people that I looked up to and studied. I didn't necessarily. I don't necessarily sound like. Most of these people, um, at times maybe, but um, yeah, DJ Premier for producer number one. Okay. Uh, um, Pete Rock number two. Oh, okay, Pete Rock. Pete no, Rock. That's that's nice. Wow, I like to hear that. Um, Very underrated as a legend. And then Jay Dilla. Yeah, I, Jay Dilla's number two. Honestly, I, I feel like if you don't put Jay shout Dilla, out to Detroit. <laughs> yeah, 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 let's go. If, if you don't put Jay Dill in your like top five producers, bro, like it just it really makes me question. Like that dude was actually like a genius. I've seen people like try to like break down beats and like they still weren't able to get like the full effect of Jay actually. Dilla. He, uh, he, yeah, was, Dilla, Dilla he was, was so ahead of his time, and mm-hmm. it, it's yeah. I think anyone. Who has never listened to him? Absolutely, to or you're, I don't know, you're fucking up, like big. <laughs> but I actually, own, I actually own a record they owned. Um, oh wow! His his, his mom, Ma Dukes, she uh, she they found a storage unit of record, like his Exim, and so she did like a charity, spent two bucks. She'll just grab a random record out of it and uh, send it to you, and it came with like a certificate. And everything I got it, I got it off. It's crazy. It was dope. Crazy when I got it. It's like J Dilla touch. <laughs> like I was like, I was I, I trying that. to see if I, I could find that. his fingerprint. I was like, I pulled it off. Is there a fingerprint on this? Like, <laughs> I'm taking, I'm taking his DNA. <laughs> I feel that. I definitely feel that. Especially being from Detroit. Yeah, it's, it's like that here too. 
Yeah, that was yeah. great. That's the little things, man. You know, you can say like Jay Dilla once had this record, and then <laughs> you know, once you get a kid, you you can just lie to him. You know, you'd be like, <laughs> me and Jay Dilla were hanging out. Yes. I was a kid, yes. and he gave me this record. <laughs> Definitely, I went to who sampled Doc, and I tried. I was like, maybe he sampled this song, you know, and like I checked. Oh yeah, then that's big it. money. Oh. And I was, nah, 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 <laughs> oh, that would have been sweet. That would have been crazy because then that would have been just, dope. You have this whole, you know, you just have this whole piece of history. <laughs> yeah, it's like this song, Maybe oh, this record, this record, <laughs> right? Would have been, you know, dope, you know, being a producer, I imagine that like he probably has so much unreleased stuff in the vault. So I would definitely keep that record close to you. You know what I'm saying? You oh, never know, sure. man. Unless they dumped his whole catalog out. I, I, it's possible. Right. And, you know, that's back in the day when computers were shitty. Yeah. Shit, most of that was probably saved on an NPC, not even, you know? Right? Probably, yes. Yes, disk drives. <laughs> right. Because he was old school. And he used yeah. that. I would say, so back 100. to your question, I, I'd probably say top three rappers. Um. DMX definitely. Uh, X won't give it to. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I listen to the album a lot, and um, yeah, X is one of my early favorites. early J Cole was huge for me in in high in college. I listened to him a lot and became like a super fan. Friday Night Lights is this is probably going to piss people off, but his best project in my opinion, which is an album or is a mixtape. That'd <laughs> <laughs> uh, be all right. Uh, but um, if you've never heard that <laughs> mixtape. J. Cole's best shit, in my opinion. Um, and then, but then I met him, so he did a show at OSU, and then um, I, I found the tour bus, and I like ran up to him. His security was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And J. Cole like, took one look, and he was like, this dude is not a threat. <laughs> like, he, you can leave him alone. Right. And but what if he's tearing it up? <laughs> so, so like, it was, it was free show, and it wasn't even sold out. This was Damn, right when oh. he got signed by Jay Z. Um, he just was like got before the blow up. Exactly, right, like in the just, middle. He just got um his song on the radio. Oh God, long me. He had that was on the radio. I wasn't like a huge fan of it, but um, was he's like in an way. No, I was bored that. It was, um, I think Simba. Like, walk- is it some? Is it Simba rapping. or something like that? Or no, I was even. Uh, I oh, forget wow. which one it was. But yeah, so like people hadn't even heard him on the radio yet, really. It just started. Yeah, the show didn't even sell out. It only fit like a thousand, two thousand people. <laughs> it was free. I was like, what? But yeah, he had just gotten signed. And I was like, hey, man, I know you just got signed, but like, don't change up like at all, please. Like, like you know, yourself. Like, because you know, I right. was when you, you sign a label, it's like you get pressure. And I'm like, please don't. He turned into that guy who's rapping about all the same shit everyone else rapping about on the radio, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe you changed J. Cole's life. Maybe he was about to, <laughs> right, you know. What if he was about he to tried it. Sell it. He out? did yeah. try it. It didn't work. He didn't try. He did yeah. try. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. Your conversation. The irony like, of you know your what? choice of words. Well, because I even tried it. Like when it working out for me at the beginning, when it felt like no one was feeling shit. Like I was like, all right, let me try to like make some a little more like whatever and it was trash because it's ingenuine you know like and people can yeah. feel that in your music they can feel like this is 
right. this guy. <laughs> no, that's actually a funny ass. <laughs> he says, so what you say, what you say it is you made Jake. Yeah. Nothing. That's actually funny as hell, man. <laughs> does, so funny. Do you think meeting him, you know, um, kind of cemented him as uh being in your top or like if you had met if you hadn't met him like would it be you know what i'm trying to say like yeah yeah no, i'm yeah. sure there's bias there um yeah i i think that's probably impossible to not have some bias there but right. no like the reason i sought after his bus and first like i would have done that any shows before that and what like out of time I have to go and talk to him. You know what I mean? So um, I think the fandom is what drove to find his bus because it was not easy to find. It was pouring rain. It, you know, <laughs> he, said, he said, it's a cold world after all. <laughs> uh, uh, but I'll never forget, man, because like my depression was like it peaked in college. Like it was in high school, but it peaked in college. Chance down. And like I remember that, like I was just crying and like. It was just like it was just like like everything's shitty, but like then I like I got to talk to him that moment. Yeah, that's that's definitely a game changer, hundred percent. It just like made me feel great, (laughs) like for a while. (laughs) Yeah, uh, meeting you know meeting uh, you know an an inspiration. I guess I would say he's kind of an inspiration for sure. Like on your music. It's one of those things when you get to be in the presence of their aura, right? Like you, it, it's it's a it's reality, and it's also not because the fandom's there, right? Like it's surreal, but it's very real, and all of that kind of dawns on you in one moment. Yeah, for sure, it's a lot yeah. of like information. It's you know, you I think music makes us kind of. For me, it, fe- it like it had felt like when I met, I had known him my life. You know, because that, that mixtape Friday, he talks so much about himself and where he was from. And it was like, it's weird when you meet someone and you're like, I feel like I know you, but you have no idea who the fuck I am. Like, you know, like you have no information. <laughs> right. on and they're just, like, they're just kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah like, are you crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's not. It's like, it's your music made me feel so close to you. And now I'm acting close to you. But you don't know anything about me, so it's like you know. But you will. I, that, that's <laughs> so. That's actually that's actually a really good point. What happens when that happens to you? When that that Ooh. oh, it's gonna be super uncomfortable. But you gotta like you have to understand that. I think I think it's super important for the artist to understand that you've done this. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you created right. this. You've been so, there before. So a fan comes up to you after a show in the rain and wants to meet you. What what do you say to him? He now says, that fuck off. You're, well, you're you're a little bit more aware of it. Like yeah. you're aware of the gravity yeah, yeah. of that situation. No, like, Jake Paul handled it, man. He didn't act yeah. like I was. He didn't act like I was like all up in a shit, and I wasn't all up in a shit. Like I wasn't like, Duh. you know, like I wasn't mm. all like nervous. I'm like you're the best ever, <laughs> Jake Cole. I was very chill because I met famous people early on in my life. Yeah, a lot actually. I I was close to a band, and so like I had met like. Travis Barker and he from. Oh my Paramore God! From Paramore. From yeah. Paramore. Yeah, she, I'm she gonna was go super crazy, cool dude. Yeah, she's, oh, yeah, so like, she's so hot. 
But the I thing is, though, is I didn't awesome. idolize the She's awesome, too. At, I didn't okay, so I idolized Haley, and I probably made it a little uncomfortable, but it was... <laughs> I didn't. But I idolized J. Cole, and it definitely, like, it, I acted different than I did around, you know, Travis Barker, really, but, like, um, but I still, you know, I kept in mind, like, you know, this is a normal dude. They're just people. You know, yeah. Don't, yeah, you fan out on the person, make them uncomfortable, and um, but he handled it perfectly, man. Like, he was just like, thank you, dude. Like, Big Dad didn't make me lazy. Yeah, like, he just, he was just in, in chill. Um, he didn't have, like, into the buffing to hang out. But. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were almost on the front porch uh, level. We, we were there. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, basically. So, are you going to let me in, J. Cole, or what? <laughs> no, but you can have this lemonade <laughs> I'm out, out here. in the rain. <laughs> help me, J. Cole. No, but um, so, was it we? Uh, DMX, J. Cole, J. Cole. J. Cole. Third. Um, this is hard because influences. I mean, I, I'll say Drake. I'll do something a little more modern because that was after J. Cole. Yes. But I knew it. I knew it. Drake, yeah, yeah. Um, it it's cool because I, I, I hear a lot of. Uh, cool. I I'm, I personally I personally love Drake. I think he's truly a legend, an icon. And you I know, agree. I I hear you know I hear a lot of Drake in your music, which is why you know I like I gravitate towards your music because you know I really like Drake. So yeah. you know, it just makes sense. You know what I mean? I think Drake was. Uh, I don't know, man. I really emotional, like, because this is around the top of the press. Like, Jake Paul and Drake happened pretty much near the same time. I think Drake sure happened did. a little bit before Jake Paul. I was in high school when I first heard Drake. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I was in college. That's why I kind of picked one artist in each area. Because, like, Guru, I mean, you know, I'm obsessed with Gangstar and I love Guru and his lyrics, but as a, like, a rapper, he was kind of offbeat stuff, and that stuff I just felt like made it less uh, good as a rapper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, like like E forty does it. Like <sighs> blue face now. Like, like, <laughs> and I can't, I can't really. I'm a forty fan, man. So I just, oh, it's hard God, to understand no. why you don't. He's just like, Dude, I love you know? E forty, man. He it's says different. So it's a different style. Things. Yes, yeah. it's so much. But it's just not the style. Yeah, it's his flow. You know? yeah. that's not my style either. I don't. I was I was, bo- I was like born I, in San Jose. Um, that's not my style. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I can understand. He's he's definitely an acquired taste. Definitely is. Yeah. Who <laughs> do? I love 40, man. He, oh, my God, bro. E-40? Oh, my God, bro. You just don't like... He, oh. He's just fun, bro. I love that energy. Yes. Like, I, I love that. Yes. No, you got to respect that. Yeah, he, he makes you want to go me. outside. <laughs> Southern Mr. Krabs. E-40 look like the Southern Mr. Krabs. Yeah, it turns on. I'm going to rock with you right now. You got to chill, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny though. That is funny. A Southern Mr. Krabs. And he's from the West Coast. <laughs> from the West Coast. <laughs> oh shit. That's funny as uh... Southern California, it's fine. <laughs> Close enough. Basically Close the enough. same as Alabama, right? 
not too far. Not too far. A little, a little different, right? A little different. A little bit. Okay. Just a little bit more dirt down there. That's about <laughs> it. I think it's sand. Yeah. So how, how does your creative uh, process start? I know a lot of people got different, you know, some, some people are like, you know, I got to drink. I got to smoke the blunt. I got to go ahead and, uh, you know, go on a, a long Big trip. Big it. Yeah, I don't know. You know, just a whole bunch of stuff. But how, how does your creative process start? Uh, I cut out. There was like, I think I'm lagging on my end, but cut out really hard. Oh. What, what was that? Oh, yeah. How does your uh, creative process start? Um, well, it starts with beats for sure. Since, since I produce all my own stuff, I, I always, you know, make beats and then write to Wait, them. Wait, so you produce after. everything you put so out? The, the beats wrong mostly. Yeah. So you, you produced everything you've like oh. mostly ever put out? Not everything, but yeah, like I would say 90%, 95%. That's actually impressive because a lot of the beats, I, I would say they're not very similar. You know what I mean? They're all kind of, they all have their yeah, yeah, flavor I, to them. And I think that's a lot to do with like, I, I'm always trying to learn. So like, I'm always trying to do something different. And um, I think it kind of fucks me up in my, my marketing, if you will, like my image, because it's like, you know, you never know what, what I'm going to put out next. Like, it's like, is this going to be like a chill laid back nineties you know, boom bap kind of beat. Is this going to be like a fucking borderline? I like beat? that like, though, yeah. man. It reminds yeah. me of Jamiroquai. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, it, but it all comes from me just trying to learn new styles and new techniques and what I can do. And uh, even if it sounds good, I'm going to rap on it. Like, you know, and then that, that, that challenges my ability to rap on that tempo of a beat or that style of a beat. And, I, I just like that challenge and like do anything and I um Okay, so when you're in producer so yeah, mode, it, you just it all starts with the beat straight. and then I usually do the hook next and, and try to find some subject matter in the hook that I like. Okay. So so when you're in producer mode, you're just in straight producer mode. You don't even think about like, oh yeah, I could probably uh you don't even think about lyrics or anything or like no bars coming to your head when you're making beats or nothing. Yeah, there might be a little lag in between. You might have to say your question one more time, Buddha. Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I think that, I think there's. Oh, oh, there he goes. <laughs> there he goes. Oh no, show's over, guys. Oh, no, I, I hope he comes back. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is this is kind of awkward. Well, I mean, we are kind of okay. one hour mark. We are building a plane and we're flying it at the same time. Yeah, he might he might just pop right back in, but I I did see that there was a bit of a uh, a bit of lag, a bit of uh, disconnect. I'm very curious because I do when I make beats, I'm usually rapping this shit at the same fucking time. It's hard to like really? do both. Yeah, dude, I I will start a beat and then I start rapping. There and he is. Then I'm in the middle of that shit. There we go. Welcome back. Welcome back. Maybe Wait, he is back, right? <laughs> Now boarding group one. <laughs> He's tearing it up. He's tearing up his internet, I think. 
it happens. It it really does. It happens. I mean, it, look, we don't control every single uh, internet service provider in the in the world or the U.S. or yeah. really, actually, even in our backyard. They Man. could cut us off at any moment, and we would be <laughs> at the whims of their their will. Yeah, shout out to uh, shout out These to the things happen. Shout out to AT and T for not fucking it up today. Yeah, right. <laughs> I got AT and T too. I know that feeling. Shout out. Glad this storm blew over. Yep, there we ah, go. There he is. He's back. He's back. I think. I think. Yeah. You guys are frozen. Oh. Oh. Well, can you can you hear us? Might. Yeah. All right. I think it's stopped help. now. It just keeps cutting. Like, and there's okay. a connection issue. Hmm. Yeah, but it looks good it's now. Good Sorry, where were we at? Did I miss it? Okay, so my question was: when you're when you're producing, you don't uh, think of you, you're just in straight producer mode. You don't think of like uh, songs or anything while you're in the middle of producing, or you just go straight um, I'm producing. I'm not worried would, about that. I'll come back to it. I, I 90 percent of the time, I just I just go for it. Like I just pull out my keyboard and just start playing chords and just see where I go. But you know, the other like 20% of the time I'm like, I come in with an idea. Like I heard a song that gave me like an idea or, you know, like, Oh, you know, like I'm kind of, I like that tempo and I liked right, the, right. the way those, those snares were. And I'll just like start from there maybe. And, but yeah, it's, it's usually just like just whip out the piano and just start playing something and see where it goes. Do you okay. uh do you know music theory? Um yeah, I mean as much as anyone on YouTube can know music theory. <laughs> yeah, because um, I know I know some people like they literally are just like, okay, I'm just going to play some keys and then I'm going to make, you know, what I like out of whatever keys I play and then they'll just build off of that and then there's some people who are just able to kind of know exactly what they they heard in their head. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. no, I yeah. um I can't repeat anything in my head. Like I can't like hear a chord progression and be like, "Oh, I know what that is." You know, like I no. Um, <laughs> Let's make it happen. That takes a special ear. Let's just be. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I um, yeah, I couldn't copy chord progressions if I wanted to. Like, I there's no way. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I know a little bit of theory. Like, um, but I try to, I try not to put myself in that box. Cause like there's a lot of producers, at least nowadays that we know, we know that like in free loops and stuff, you can set the key before you start making the beat. Right. And then basically everything will be highlighted for you. These are the notes that are in this key. And so you don't need any theory because it's like, that is the theory. The theory is you stay within this key to be in this your minor. Here's your major. Yeah. Yeah, And follow all these rules. But I just, I don't like being put in that box because like I love jazz music, and jazz music doesn't follow it's the orthodox. Yeah, yeah, it goes outside of keys and scales, and it doesn't make sense. Neo soul does it all the time too, where it's just like these chords don't necessarily fit in this key correctly. These notes you're hitting are technically out of key, but they sound good. But that and, yeah, uh, that's that's the point of it is like to know the theory and then to break it. Like so exactly that you're doing it without putting as much effort into the construction of the theory and going outside of that box. That's, that's where you want to be anyway. That's how you get discovered is by having that unique nature to you. 
Yeah, absolutely. And plus, like, you know, when everyone stays perfectly in the key, it's just everyone's music's going to be doing the same thing, you know? Like, yeah. you know, it's all going to sound the same. And Welcome I mean, fitting now. in is it, good sometimes, <laughs> but I'd prefer to stand out, you know? <laughs> like, I'd prefer yeah. to not be doing something I've heard before, but... So when you when you are doing a song, you're doing one song at a time. You're not thinking about uh, doing a, a an EP or doing a, an album or anything like that. You're just thinking, this is the track I'm working on. This is the one I want to get done. Um, I would say uh, half yes, half no. Like I just make songs typically, but when it comes to like thinking about, okay, I need to release an album here soon. I've got like right now, I, I probably have thirty completed songs, and really, I'm trying to think about how how to release those and, and, and what kind of groupings. And so like when I already kind of are going the way I wanted to go, but hey, well, I have like eight songs that have similar subjects. And so let's make an album about that subject. And I just need to make like three other songs that fit the subject to make a cohesive album. And um, okay, like a so then I, then I do have three songs where I'm like purposely trying to go in this direction. Um, and I bet you I'd be willing to bet most artists do it that way. And they just won't say it because that doesn't make for a good article. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> no, this, you know, like, like to pimp a butterfly. I don't think the album's as cohesive as people think it is. No, it's not. Uh, it's I don't not. think any Kendrick album is as cohesive as people say it is in articles. And I'm not hating. I love those albums, but like, I think people once they get someone in an artist, like you're not a rapper, you're an artist. Once they put you in that box, it's like everything he does is intentional. It's so thought out, and it's like I yeah. don't think it's that thought out. Yeah. <laughs> like, what was it like? I remember the damn um, album coming out, and people were like. If you reverse it, then <laughs> then the album is from start to finish. And I think he was just like, you know what? Fuck it. That's what it is now. And then yeah. he just released the album again. And he's like, you guys were right the whole time. You know, buy my T-shirt about how right you were. <laughs> my friend, uh, my friend uh, Darwin. He he's like a huge Jay Z fan, and he bought Jay Z's book. It came out I don't know, like ten years ago, nine years ago, and it was about like the making of all his songs. And he was like, bro, I've been reading this book and like, I swear to God, half of it's bullshit. Like he, <laughs> like when he, cause he's breaking down each lyric and like, here's what, like, this is like the double entendre and, or whatever. And he's like, bullshit, bro. triple entendres. What are you talking about, bro? That's what you should do is like, when you put your video out, get all the, get all the fans to speculate on what they think it is. And then do like basically your version of mean tweets, which it'll just be dumb comments. Man, that ah, uh, yeah, that actually would be fire. <laughs> that would be because well, I mean, right. a lot like, of pop fans look for anything. They yeah. do a lot of popular music is that it's just sayings that we like to hear, but they're not like cohesive sayings that actually work together. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't one know. Of my, one of my favorite comedians is Bo Burnham, and he loves that fourth wall shit. Like, he mm -hmm. loves to tell you why everything that you love is manufactured for you to love it dude his and show they just put it on netflix i don't know like six months ago but his, his, i never had watched it before but it is really good his, and it's like his cold one's a little weird but his his other one like um his uh, words 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 and all the stuff leading up after that are really good the covid one is a bit weird but it is it's poignant it i'm no i'm talking about his original tv show you made on MTV. oh 
that I guess got canceled oh, after the yeah. first season. But you know, that was like in 2008 or whatever. I, I, I heard it was, that it was going to be dropping soon. I didn't know it had dropped on. Yeah, it's out. on there. Yeah. It's, it is really good and it's still What's relevant. The name of it? Um, I don't know the new and the name of the new show is, but Bo Burnham is who you want to look up. Oh, okay, okay, I'll check him out. Yeah, I got Netflix. <laughs> A musical comic, awesome, very very fourth wall oriented. Yeah, he's really making fun of like the music industry and stuff, and a lot of his stuff. But he's a really good musician. Like he knows it all. Now that I think about it, of, didn't I Jay-Z think said, I know who this guy is? Didn't he Jay-Z makes fun of Kanye? Is great. <laughs> but but I'm saying like, didn't Jay Z say he freestyles everything? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I, listen, I maybe he has a book. I, I just even I just thought about this. Think about he this. Freestyle. <laughs> so he's he's doing triple entendres in his head. The minute, <laughs> like he, the he, minute of. Yeah. The dude's that's, a that's, fucking genius, dude. That's, that's, what, that's what we're told. We're told he sits there, he listens to the song, thinks about what he wants to say, and just goes in there and says it. <laughs> You know, yeah. now that we put it in perspective, you know, he, he's, possible. he's, he's, possible. he's, he's genius, thinking about what you want him to say. And he's singing about what you want him to say that he should say. It's, <laughs> it's beautiful. I'm going to make a complex, book. I'm going to make mind. the same book when I'm famous, but I'm just going to like be super honest and be like, honestly, like I was just drunk uh, on this line. <laughs> Dude, it that, was a oh filler. my God. I would <laughs> love for an artist to do something like that. That would be Chief a fire Keith book. Chief needs to do that book. Yes. <laughs> yes. Can I that would that be book? so fire. So the show's called Zack Stone, to... by the way. The Bo Burnham show. Okay. It's from 2013. Okay. It's called Zack Stone. Yeah, you got to watch it. It is really funny. And it's yeah, it's I'm all honest. fourth wall, like making fun of I'm TV honest. shows. Even. Dude, his, his sense of humor appeals to me like in, in a very dude, deep way. Dude, right. is a, dude, Andy's really good at music. Yeah, that dude is for for real, and he got it. He got it early, like, and I think it was because of his uh, YouTube rise and like all those various executives and people trying to get him to do certain things. He got it so young that he was like, I, I, I see. I don't know if it was his parents or if just it's the way he sees the world, but he saw through everything. Like he sees through all of it. I, I want to say he's like eighteen in the show, and it's like to be the director of the show and to make so such- wild genius content at 18 years old like that's it, it's insane like it's like holy shit dude oh man i'm so glad you're a fan that, that i was such a, I, i'm Hell so yeah. dumb compared to this guy <laughs> oh man that's great um i was actually curious how you created <laughs> that song with natsu man oh hentai I, yes bro <laughs> i i i'm curious like I, I want to know everything about that song. How how the fuck did that song even like happen? I, yes, you know I almost didn't want to release it because like I don't want to be a, like a parody rapper, but at the same time, like I said earlier, <laughs> it felt like, like it though. <laughs> it's yeah, it, at, like I said earlier, like I just make what I'm feeling at the time, and at the time I was like, wouldn't this be funny? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I, was, I just started writing lines, and I was like, all right, I gotta go now. Like this is, I'm four bars in, and this is hilarious. So I just gotta keep going with this, <laughs> bro. I felt like you were, I felt like you went into like somebody's shoes, and was just like, <laughs> you know what? Yes. 
I just think it's cool that you embrace it. Like that's the cool thing is like you got these deep emotional pieces and then you come out with something like that, like that. you know, yeah. that, but that's, it gives, it gives your fan base kind of like this like dichotomy with you, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. that is, yeah, it's a cool way to look at it. It's just like the thing that sucks is it's so bad for business. Like <laughs> it really is, man. Because yeah, you can't. Yeah. In business, name. it's so important to have a consistent imagery, like a consistent sound, um, because you hear it all the time where people are like, yeah, I, I love this first album, and I don't love anything after that. And it's because it's usually because he didn't make the first album again, basically, you know, yeah. like he didn't make a yeah. similar sound to the yeah. first one. And so it's bad for business because you lose your fan base and you'll get like a new fan base. But you'll lose yeah. your old fan base, and then when you drop the third album, you'll lose that fan base, and you'll get a new fan. You know, so it's like it's bad for growth. But how yeah. does okay? So we were talking earlier about, uh, and this is just a point of confusion for me. But like we were talking earlier about how you use different sounds in each one of your songs. Like, is that also bad for business? Maybe I don't know. I um, I think tempo is the most important. So like the artists that you that have like the biggest following you'll notice when you look at like their discography it's it's very close they they usually pick two different tempos and those are the two that most of their songs are hovering around so like in for instance like juice world is almost always at i think like one one twenty two and like 74 bpm and like almost all of his songs are one of those two tempos or like damn near basically the same tempo. Right. And it's 76, one twenty five. Yeah. Like, like it'll be like, so the, or he'll drop a song. It's like 70 or 73. Right. Or, you know, yeah. So, but it's, it's going to be close to one of those two tempos. And it has a lot to do in my opinion with like, you only have like your two flows that work really well for you. And and those two flows really only work on those two different BPMs. Um, and I didn't know that. That's and that's your sound, you know. Like boom bap is yeah. always between eighty and ninety, mm-hmm. yeah. and so like pretty much every DJ Premier beat, every you know, like Mob Deep was like the same way. Like if you listen to most yes. of their discography, I love Mob Deep. It's and, gonna and be boom, in that. And boom bap sounds shit at ninety six. Yeah, like, exactly. It's like too fast. It sounds like a pop record or something. It's like yeah. what, what is happening? Yeah. Like anytime, I, so I was a DJ for ten years. So anytime I mix it, it like as soon as it hits like ninety five, I'm like, I can't, I can't use this. I it, yeah, I gotta I go. And then have, I think when it probably back in like I feel like in like two thousand and nine, two thousand ten, when rap really started speeding up, and I think that had a lot to into do the one twenties and one thirties. Yeah, like Drake and and the, you know mafia. big sean the, at that time everything was like 120 so like rap went from being at like nine to like one or actually it was probably more like maybe 120 i don't i don't know for sure but like like i just want to be successful uh, like that tempo one, of that song was so different than any are you, other are you rap talking song. about the, the usher tempo I don't know. I, I don't remember the beats per minute, it's, but it's it's in it's in like the one twenty eight, one thirty two range. Okay. Um, it's so like, like best the, I ever had was kind of in that scene. Yeah. Best I ever had, but it was just uh, like, yeah. It was just like this tempo where I think old heads couldn't couldn't do it. Like you you saw it in that time when that got yeah. popular. You saw a lot of people like Nas trying to rap in this new 
beats per minute area and not doing it very well because it just wasn't what yeah, it they wasn't did. Their town. Yeah, it wasn't their town. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense Is to me. It, and then it was just kind of like, so you get all these new artists that are like, oh yeah, like, because they grew up on it now because they're younger and it's like this is this is how I understand rap but like I want to hear you know like a little baby on a boom bat beat I'm curious to see what he could do with that you know like or is he too stuck is he too stuck in this modern tempo you know like I'd be curious to know I think he can no little baby can rap but like can he rap at that tempo or is his flow going to be fucked like he's not going to work or something I kind of think so because that that uh what was it that Kurt Franklin song? I I didn't expect that. Yeah, I think Travis Scott on his uh on not this one that maybe it was Astro World. Yeah, I think it was Astro World, but Coffee was at it was at like a boom bap tempo. It was at like ninety four. And that was like the only song on the record that was at that. And it was my favorite song on the record, probably because yeah, of that. Like that. Yeah. Ah. But it was like cool for me because it was like, okay, Travis Scott can like rap on this tempo, you know, it was, it was cool to just see like kind of nice flex, see that come back, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah so that is, you know, now that you put it into perspective like that, that is pretty interesting to think about. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to pay attention. Yeah. I'm about to say, I like, when I, like, when I go into a mix the next time, I'm going to pay attention to what its default beat is. And I'm going to look for the next, the, that artist a couple more times and see if this theory holds up. I'm very, yeah. Yeah, you, that's you'll very see cool. It's, it's usually two two different tempos. They'll be like, yeah, I know I, the the popular tempos, at least from what I've seen in hip hop, you've got your your seventy five ish, like seventy five eighty, um, typically at one forty because they're doing yeah, that. yeah, well, typically at high half rolls, but yes, yeah, but and then say, the, those those fast tempos that you're talking about usually roll right around one twenty and right around one thirty two. Those, mm-hmm. those are like the the two different, and I know who like when you're talking that range, I'm like. Yep, because those are the ones that are popular in weddings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. But you know, I think the big reason why Jack Harlow is kind of standing out right now is because he's he's yeah. rapping at like the one twenty two. Like his yeah. beats per minute are uh are different than the most beats per minute. He's kinda of in between the ninety and the one forties that we're typically seeing. And I think that makes him stand out a lot. Yeah, his his um, range is really good I too. Can, he's good in a lot of different places. So. And that's why Jack Harlow is in between Lil Baby and like Boom Bap rappers. Like he's he's not rapping as fast as Lil Baby does, but he's not rapping as slow as you know what I mean, like a uh, Boom Bap '90s yeah. kind of rapper. So it's it's like a new kind of area. I feel like it's getting popular. It's not like he's the first one to do it or anything. Yeah, it's just, he's just, just the time. one we're hearing now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. one we're hearing now. You know, this is. You know, this is a very original conversation because I've never just, heard I've never heard anybody talk about this. I, I told you I'm a fucking nerd <laughs> when it comes to this music <laughs> shit, man. I'm really it. about it. <laughs> I've been I've been listening from the background, and they don't tech, typically get into like the the deep production elements. Even with Risey here, there's like the deep production, like the the math, the the theory. Like that's not something that normally happens, and. The one time I'm on the show, I'm like, yeah, I get to nerd with somebody. <laughs> Hopefully I'm bringing a new perspective to things. Okay. It's cool. Nah, like, you are, you are. The, the entire conversation about tempo, it, it's so spot on because um, looking at it from a different perspective, like on stage, you see, you see the people moving when you're live on stage, whether it's you doing it live or me performing it at 
someone's dumbass bar mitzvah or whatever, yeah, you know? Right. So like, but it's still, you can see, I, I can see what you're talking about. The ones that hit, hit certain tempos. They, they are yep. in a certain zone. And yep. when you play with them too much, like even, uh, it loses I'm, not in the, I'm not in the production element, but yeah, he's right. It loses the feeling. And even in um, the dancing portion, like you can go to the bassist, trashiest, it's just a dance track. You move it too far one way or the other, and it loses it. Like it just, it kind of just falls apart in hand. Probably a big reason why boom bap concerts are awful to go to because that type of music is just kind of head not music. You're there to listen. Yeah, yeah. You're there you're, to listen. It's like, like reading like, a book. Like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Yeah, you're like I'm not gonna dance while I'm reading a book. Like I'm, I'm, I'm focused. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you just true. imagine that shit. This shit fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And that's like I think that's a big problem with when that type of artist gets popular. Is it's, it's like, well, the labels are like, well, how, you can't perform this shit. Like this isn't going to be a good show. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we need people dancing and shit. Yeah, I, I think maybe yeah. the energy could be another another factor. You know, putting in. But yeah, it's um, like, like I guess you know, motherfuckers coming over. Here. <laughs> you know, just some crazy stick shit. Up kids. Yeah, you know, just stick up kids. Music. Mm-hmm. And you, you'd be like, damn, this motherfucker really is spin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, shoot. Uh, when when's your next release? Uh, I'm probably. I'm thinking I'm gonna be releasing like a song a month probably starting in like two months have you thought um, about doing it like once a week i've thought about it but the the problem is is the way i'm like gonna run advertisements is like on a month-to-month basis and I oh yeah so they all overlap yeah yeah i'm not that'd be too much money i'm spending yeah, right, especially if you're doing promo and stuff like that yeah that's good. and it's so important on like uh especially on spotify to promote for a month um just the way their algorithm works you're just if you promote it like for a full month you're way more likely to like get on like discover weekly and a playlist yeah like a editorial or a playlist or something yeah. when they see the traffic is like consistently con- you know coming in all the time but like, yeah like, oh damn so we got to get him in this play rap caviar <laughs> you know what that, that actually yeah that does make a lot of sense so like if you do drop a song a month and then you promote it. Yeah, that does give you time. That gives that song time to breathe too. Yeah, yeah that too. You don't want to like right. you don't want to give them too much to just digest. Blood everything. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just I just remember uh I remember Russ talking about that. He, you know, he was like I dropped a song a week. And Yeah, but like with <laughs> Russ, it was a different time back then when he when he was doing that. Yeah, that's true. I'll Fuck say that because you got to think about it like wow, this. It was right? big too. Russ did a song a week, and then before Russ doing a song a week, uh, Gorilla Zoe did like a song, like an album a day or some shit, and that like killed his <laughs> Bro, career just, for like a month. Wow. It was like some weird shit. I forgot what it was. It was like an album, an album a day for like a month or something. God dang, bro. Yeah, I tried, dude, it, I, it was so wild, and I mean, he was at the height of his like he was on. He was big. He didn't even need known to do by that. Then. He didn't have to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. With my perfectionism, though, you know, like I don't want to be putting out just like half-ass shit. So it's, and also you have to you think don't like put out an album a day. <laughs> it's like I don't want to. 
uh, you know, I already make all these beats. I mix all these beats. I record all these vocals. I write all these fucking lyrics. I mix it all. And, and I work a full time 40 an hour a week job. Like, Oh damn. I, you know, like for me to put out good content, like I can't be doing it once a week, you know, like, nah, or I'd be not, putting not out at a high level. trash. Yeah, exactly. You know? And that's what I was going to get at because that it was hit or miss. And I think that's been a big, I think that's been a big downfall in rap music is that in the streaming area, it's so much, so much easier to go gold and platinum when you release 20, 30 track albums, but you're getting a lot of third, you're getting a lot of throwaway in there because they're just trying to make money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but the, the, the bad part of that is, is which the algorithms help because like, if you have a trash song, the algorithms know, and they're not going to play that song when someone's listening on your artist profile. So the algorithms kind of help you in that you can release trash and sure you'll get the streams for once from everyone who likes you trying it out once. And then they never listen to it again and you'll get your gold platinum record on billboard, even though no one's going to listen to that song ever again. But you know, and then the It'll be like that shit kind of trash, low key. <laughs> right? Maybe, you know? but I don't know, man. Once I mean, that's my song. once you're big, I feel like I feel like your fans are gonna listen. They're gonna try everything you release. They're once. gonna try everything. Yep. Yeah, they, they are. are. And they that's are. money. And that's money every time they they try. So, and even if it's trash, it's fine. You've got you know thirty other albums of three with three good songs on it, and they'll listen to those three songs from each of those thirty albums. So you know. I don't know. It's kind of like it works. It'll work on people, but it sucks because like, to me, it's like we're losing that. We're losing that. It becomes diminishing returns after a while. Yeah. Yeah. Can you be the greatest if, if 90% of your catalogs trash, you know what I mean? Like, okay, you got the most billboard records and you, exactly. I mean, but like for me, that's not enough, you know, like, with like for instance like with with Biggie you know we he we call him like one of the greatest and i and i agree just based on his flow alone like it was so ahead of its time and it was so God. no one else was doing it but his discography is so tiny you know what i mean like he yeah, doesn't have very many only songs literally three out two albums yeah two albums and then so the third album is just you know something that diddy did when he when Big past life after death, all right. And then the opposite of that is you have no. Artists. It's just two albums. Yeah, no, two albums, and then yeah. everything else was like uh, compilations. But then the you know the flip side of that is you have people with twenty, thirty albums that have all these awards because they've released twenty or thirty albums. And but how much of that is actually like good? You know, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. And, so then yeah. it's like when you when you when you're talking best, like are we talking? percentage of good songs and is is 30 songs enough songs to, so, <laughs> is that a good sample size you know that's true i think it's i think it's kind of a wild conversation to have because we're moving in this direction and this is kind of a more like societal problem but we went from like the 90s when when we were growing up you know you, if you made the billboard charts because you sold so many cds right like it yeah. was an easy tangible thing and at that time there was only how many genres of music as a whole? Not even all these subsections of each one, just 
back then it was genres, right? Yeah. yeah. We've, we've gotten to this part where now in 2022, everything has been subdivisioned out, right? Like we're talking about 50 different kinds of rap flows. We're talking about 80 different kinds of techno. We're talking about 40 different kinds of rock music. And all that's fragmented down in all these, and people are still getting thousands. The people who are still getting hundreds of thousands to millions of hits instead of album sales, yeah, is is now what's what's tracking. Well, I don't know if you guys know, but Billboard actually changed a rule because of Travis Scott. So like, Astro World did incredible numbers, and the reason Astro World did cre- incredible numbers is because they he released clothing so basically the gist of it is is his merch resells for more than what you buy it for because it's 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 limited so basically people were pre-ordering his album for the merch alone yeah people weren't pre-ordering the album to actually listen to the album it was so they can make money (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) that's why Nicki Minaj started bitching and shit about it yeah, yeah, and and that's why his record did incredible numbers. Not to say that that record's not incredible. It's a great fucking record. I will say, Astro oh, World's yes. my favorite record by Travis Scott. And honestly, I didn't care for Travis Scott until Astro World. Exactly. I, yeah, I, I wasn't a huge that. fan of him before that. But it was a great album. But the reason why the numbers were insane was because of the merch bundle. I mean, mm-hmm. and there's always, as long as there's rules set in stone there's going to be people in the record industry trying to you know work around it and travis scott could have had nothing to do with this and people will always be like oh you know you're attacking travis scott he's like no i'm attacking if anyone travis scott's record straight up you You know he's not attacking travis scott his agent or his mom or anyone like (laughs) yeah he got like but before that you know you're talking about record sales I mean, we caught people cheating that back in the day. Yep. Where like the artists would buy their own record a thousand times. Mm-hmm. And yep, so and Billboard put a rule <laughs> in that each person can only buy four records for them each to count as a sale, you know? There was something like uh, the record companies themselves were buying it to distribute into yep, restaurants and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Why are there 50 Travis Scott albums here? <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, you've got people, like, cheating the system now as indie artists and record labels to be like, this is getting ridiculous. And it's like, motherfuckers, y'all are doing it, too. Like, get the Ain't fuck out of here. It. Like, when, when Spotify first started getting rid of followers, you know, J. Cole made a song about, like, uh, God, what was that verse he did where he was talking about, like, you're faking your streams and blah, blah, blah. You remember that? You remember that verse he was yeah, talking about? That's a lot. So, yeah. so one day I noticed a small drop in my followers and I was like, oh, like, cool. Like, Spotify is finally, like, finding bot followers and shit because I used, like, a sketchy promotion company when I was young and stupid. And they got me, like, bot followers, and I didn't know. It seemed unreasonable, but it just happened. One day, I got, like, 500 followers. And I was like, okay, this is bullshit. Like, you know, like, no way in hell this really happened. So, like, I lost 500. So then I was like, all right, let me check, like, label artists and see what happened for them today. Like, since it, I dropped 500, look. You know, like J. Cole dropped a bunch. Eminem dropped a bunch. And it was like, 
okay so like labels have been doing this too like you know like but they've been oh, yeah. knowingly probably doing it you know oh 100 it, it gives them that uh that initial boost whenever it comes to like their record or you know their album or whatever it gives them that initial boost and then people are like you know this is really hitting i gotta check out this this record <laughs> yeah yeah. They try to rely off of the numbers and then uh, try to piggyback off the yep. word of mouth. Yep, exactly. That's what they be doing. They be out here. The original scammers, if you will. <laughs> but yeah, man. News. Yeah, man. I, I definitely look forward to your release, man. Can you uh, tell them where uh, all your stuff is at? I, I, I know I put it on all music platforms. Yeah, um, it's just yeah, my just my tiering on everything. You'll find me on any streaming platform you use. But um, my website's tierinofficial.com. If you want to like subscribe to know like new releases and shit when they drop, definitely uh, I don't. It, by the way, yeah, I don't. I don't flood that. So like, you don't have to worry about me like emailing you every fucking day. Like, hey man, I did this thing. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'll give you like some some ahead of head of. I don't, no one's heard this shit before, but my my next album is going to be called Ope. And, you know, I'm from Ohio and the whole Ope thing has gotten really meme and stuff. And I thought that was kind of a good way to <laughs> tell my story and like who I kind of am because that is me. <laughs> I said Wait, Ope we, at least three times a day. <laughs> do we in Michigan blame Ohio for Ope? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know. You know, it's funny because, like, Illinois is considered the Midwest, but I just can't imagine Chicago ones being like, oh, sorry, excuse me. Oh, they are, though. They are, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's an everybody thing. That's definitely a Midwest thing. That is definitely a Midwest thing. So, yeah, the the album's themed just uh, me being from and being raised in Ohio and the Midwest and... So I, I, I'm, tr- you know, that's my theme that we talked about earlier. You know, I had eight to ten songs already kind of about Ohio in a way. And so I, I actually was going to record one today. I finished writing, but you guys took up all my goddamn time. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> nah, I yeah. still got time. I'll that, get that was my fault. <laughs> okay, and now uh, where, as far as your music, uh, I mean, your producer name, is that different? Uh yeah, so it's subfate. I'll I'll put it in the chat here. I was getting I was getting confused because I think you sent me one for um. Oh, that's a private chat. No, no, no that's, that's fine. All right. He he'll make a post. Right. For oh, yeah, I can. Okay, cool. Public. Yeah, it'll pop up. But yeah, that's everywhere. Okay. So yeah, if you just want to hear like uh, it's like lo-fi. I don't. It's a little bit. It's not like it's not like every other lo-fi. It's sometimes it's more boom bappy. Sometimes it's like a almost pop. Like oh that's, that's I don't I don't know perfect it's like You're Tom on Spotify Mish, right yeah I'm on everything that's cool because <laughs> I stream and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have shit like that to listen yeah do that and if you get flagged or whatever just let me know and I can I can make sure your channel's uh you know it doesn't get in trouble yeah, for yeah. using my music um right. but yeah it's it's really chill beats for the most part sometimes I switch it up and do something else but yeah, yeah if you like instrumental hip hop chill stuff that's that shit is there so i so will is most definitely be listening to that on my stream yeah me too yeah sleep is my last album i just released that like a oh that's ago. the album okay i was i was confused because i was i was like i sleep yeah you were like i got this new project <laughs> out and i i see a sleep and i thought it was, <laughs> i thought that was the name that you were talking about but it's suffocate okay okay yeah so, so there we go 
So my middle name's Fate, and I was just like a play on words. You like, just got the coolest names. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Like sub, like sub bass. I love sub, sub bass is my favorite. So like my fate Mars. is sub bass. Yeah. Shout out to your folks. When I write my book, I'll mention how clever I am. They <laughs> <laughs> all do. Oh my goodness. I'm buying this book. Coffee all right so one last question before we get out of here how do you want to be remembered damn that that's the question Got him. hell to yes <laughs> that, stole the from the marquee i love it <laughs> yeah that's the question uh, i always ask at the end i just want to be remembered as like a dude who loved music really you know i don't want to be like you don't uh, want to be remembered as the goat no i think I think rap music, I mean, it's so egotistical. And I loved it. I, I love it for that at times. Oh, I love it. Because it gets me out of my head. You know what I mean? Like, I love that. I wish I was that confident. Yeah, very braggadocious. Gotta but, I, you know, like, I love that. But, I, um, and being the best and whatever. And I'm always trying to be the best, but I'm not, like, trying to, like, convince everyone I'm the best. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't, um, yeah, I don't know. That's it. Like, I just respect, really. I just, like, he was a cool dude who loved music. And that's all it was. I wasn't trying to. And he was fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you that if I just so fire. happen to be fire, that's cool. But, like, you know. <laughs> that's honestly one of the best answers that we've gotten from everyone we've asked that. <laughs> I just want to be able to, like. Because you're so uh, humble affect with Affect people. I want to affect. Right. That's, you know, like, art is subjective. People will always hate someone's art. It doesn't matter who you are. You could be fucking Picasso and someone's going to be like, I don't like it. And that doesn't <laughs> mean that you're trash. not good. <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean you're not good. You can't be bad at art. Honestly, you can't. It's that's true. It's 100% subjective. There's no numbers. Streaming numbers does not mean you're not good. We know a million artists with a hundred streams that are better than a million artists with a million streams, you know? Like Yes, thanks. that's true. Remember Psy has a billion views. <laughs> Six Come on, man. Gangnam style was fire. It is fire, but it's Four a billion. Bill. That's I'm a B. <laughs> it was fire. And Oprah Gundam style. I, I think the I, only I way lie, you can man. judge that art is fire. is uh, the percentage of people that it affects in some way, whether it be like you, it makes you want to cry or it makes you happy. You know, you know, get a gun to the side. Yeah, that song is that song makes, makes me cry. Feel happy. <laughs> that song makes me cry of happiness. As yeah. long as if I can make people feel some way like related to them, like, man, that helped me. That's that's the best fucking feeling for me. And so, you know, that's that's it. If that's only 10 people, 20 people, like, great. Like, that's that's a awesome. Dope answer, bro. I really love that answer. Yeah, I love you, Buddha. Monster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was waiting for him to be like, okay, we got Buddha in his feelings right now. <laughs> no, because, dude, you know how it is, man. Like, as yeah, far as like, being an artist and shit like that, like, you, you kind of, you got one or two ways you can answer that. And he answered it the way that no one else does. I think it's probably because I'm bullied in my advertisements so much. <laughs> They've humbled me in the chat. <laughs> when you're a nerdy ass looking white dude doing rap music, everyone just assumes they they know everything. His favorite about rapper's you. Eminem. You yeah, exactly. Last week, <laughs> what's oh. that? 
Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What would you say? Uh, we Hank should have met Hank Trill last week. Yeah. Very looking white dude doing rap. <laughs> but super fire. and He's an amazing guy. A really humble guy. Yeah, really great dude. We're probably going to be more humble than most just because everyone's extremely mean. (laughs) (laughs) We've been humbled. Maybe we came into this really confident. (laughs) Right. You you had you had two rough lives the uh, the life of a uh, white rapper. Good luck. Uh, And that skate park life ain't no joke either. Yeah, my broken ass teeth can can attest to that. (laughs) I have I have a few crowns. (laughs) I know. But yeah, yeah, man, that was Um, awesome talking. Yeah, dude, appreciate you, my man. I appreciate you you guys for having me. And also, um, Buddha and Buddha Challenger, you know, let them know where y'all are at. All right, uh, Buddha Small Gaming. You can find me everywhere. Buddha Small Gaming. That's what games do you play, Buddha? Uh, right now, Elden Ring. I play a lot of the Souls-like games. We're playing right Fortnite, now. too. Um, I like retro games. I play fighting games every now and then, but mainly like Souls-like games because they're kind of like retro games and retro games. That's dope. I can't do Dark Souls. This shit's just too hard. When I'm playing video games, I'm trying to relax. Like I'm not about to. like. You know what? I used to be like that, but I played Bloodborne. And the first time I played that game, it just did something to me. When I died that first time against that first little wolf in the in the room, you were like, "Oh hell just, no!" Yeah, no, I was like, "This nope. ain't never happening to me." <laughs> and like, I asked a friend of mine, I was like, "Are all the Souls games like this?" And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I just, I have to kind of what they're known I have for. To just dominate that shit. Right. I was the opposite. Like I, I played Halo Two competitively. Like I, I used to go to events oh, and shit. shit. And then like the older I got, the more I was like, man, this is too stressful. Like I'm trying to just chill. <laughs> so now I just play like NBA 2K. Like no mic or anything. Just like oh yeah, my god. Like- <laughs> so you sound just like my best friend, man. He was he was a competitive person in COD too. Yeah, dude. He just he just literally. St- Stopped all video games and he just reads books. <laughs> it's, it's exhausting, man. Especially when you're yeah, so competitive, man. you're getting mad mm-hmm. and shit. It's like, dude, this is this is taking away from my life. This is not adding, you know. Right. <laughs> I need I need to relax. But, that's why I've life's like, hard you know, enough. I don't need to be. I don't need a game upsetting it. Right. Right. That's kind of why I've kind of flowed out of a lot of multiplayer. I'll still play it, but I don't take it seriously anymore. Like. I'll play Fortnite. I'm there to laugh. I'm not there to win. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah, when you get I the DM that's like, yes. you're trash, you're like, okay. And you're <laughs> like, right. <laughs> you want to you wanna play yeah. for money? Oh, you're paying me now. <laughs> well, we'll get awesome. very competitive really quick. <laughs> very awesome. And then, uh, what was the challenger? Let them know, man. Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash challenger falls. Trovo. I'm also over on that platform. I'm working on a new page. Uh, we'll see how that goes. It's called Adjust the Tip. It's going to be basically weight and Excuse tipping me? and labor-related memes. It's Adjust the Tip. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think my mouth uh, did that the other night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the delivery driver still wants you to pay more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. gosh. I appreciate I everybody. 
Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for having me. If you ever want me Thank back, you. man, I'm always down. Oh, I don't dude, have to you, talk uh, so yeah, much. Dude, yeah, dude. You definitely got to come back. You're definitely coming back. Yeah. Definitely. I'm, happy, I'm happy to be in the background more. I, you know, I don't need the spotlight on me. But it was nice. It was nice to have it, but I don't need it. <laughs> We we got we got some new plans for like some future shows. Yeah. Uh, so definitely keep. What are you guys most popping on? What what a uh, YouTube or like what what uh, what would it be best for me to be man. listening on and watching on? Oh, listening uh, as far as uh, as far as like going into lives or like actually like. DSP what do you care about the most? I guess is the question. Like, what stat do you give a shit about the most? See, there you go. Cut through the bullshit. Yeah, I like it. Is that we we mainly care about YouTube or whatever the yeah. fuck? I, I mean, personally, when it comes to the podcast, I I truly do care about every platform. When of it comes course. to what I want to make, though, like as far as creativity and stuff like that, reactions, my actual content, I usually like put it on YouTube. All right, YouTube is. So you yeah. said YouTube it is fuck all that other shit. <laughs> yeah, like because for me it's it's Spotify 100. percent Like don't. Yeah, and then if oh, I yeah. had to tell you to listen to me on one thing, please please do Spotify. Then, yeah. Right, right. They'll actually give him you know good money. <laughs> like other other DSPs are. I mean, are not they really that good. The, the the I'll just quickly. Uh, people are always talking about like title pays more and Apple Music pays more than Spotify, but those platforms don't promote upcoming artists at all you know they don't they don't have playlists for independent artists they don't they're run by labels jay-z beyonce they all got caught for kanye they all got caught for faking streams on title so like so (laughs) you know what i mean like okay yeah you can you can get your favorite artist to get paid more but um they're not helping me find new fans or anything spotify is so spotify right and youtube does that for you guys more than any other company does i'm sure you know like <laughs> so sweet yeah, it'd be like that <laughs> you know how business I, is, man it's, it's just dirty. business it's business who's yeah. treating you the best yeah period <laughs> and, and you know what you know what and if t blows up and all of a sudden titles paying him we're gonna just pat him on the back. Everything's <laughs> yeah, right. all gravy. But until Spotify then, got me to title being good for, to me, <laughs> you know, right. like, no. that'll, that'll be the situation. Yeah. So hook him up on Spotify. Yeah, yeah look him up do. on Spotify, man. And then, you know, and if y'all want some chill, relaxed beats, beats, go to uh, Subfate on Spotify. Yeah, rap over them too. Let me know if you like want to release a song under one of those one of those beats too, because I'll I'll happily let you have it or whatever. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's so, dope. All right, guys, I'm about to cut my first album. Are you ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel well, like I've heard these beats a hundred other times. <laughs> he just offered everybody beats, <laughs> and I got shit for asking Risey for one. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm going to let you just put them everywhere, like Spotify oh, and that's shit. That's fair. No. I also did that. No, I'll, I'll on YouTube or something. I'll hit you up. I'll hit you up. <laughs> nah. I'm gonna I'm gonna rap over over top of a sleep. It's gonna be amazing. I'll put everybody to sleep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> End it, man. I'm waiting on you. Anyway, y'all take care. We are out. Sorry, that was my fault. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. Have a good.